Hi, welcome to the Bodywork in Pregnancy podcast. In this podcast, we will discuss the hidden treasures of bodywork during pregnancy. I found the most renowned experts in the field of bodywork and pregnancy and asked them about their experiences. Why do they think it's time to give bodywork a well-deserved place in prenatal care, childbirth preparation and postnatal care? I am Luz Madern and I work as a Thai massage practitioner with pregnant women. I'm also in training to be a doula. I am mesmerized by the intricacies of our human being, how we treat ourselves, how we see ourselves and why we deny ourselves to be as powerful as we can be. To me that became most clear when looking back at my two pregnancies and so a fascination began. I am thrilled that I get to speak to all these experts from all over the world because I truly feel that bodywork needs to form a more steady part of our lives and especially during pregnancy. I offer a platform to learn for moms and dads to be. And along the way, I am picking up on so much new stuff myself. So thank you for listening and please let me know what you think of this podcast. Welcome to this very first episode of the Pregnancy and Bodywork podcast. I am extremely proud to present to you my first guest, Noam Taroler. Noam is a Thai massage practitioner from Israel. He is the founder of the Thai massage department at the Reedman International College, which is the largest college for holistic medicine in Israel and one of the largest in the world. He also teaches Thai acupressure and has written a book on this subject. Noam has worked a lot with pregnant women and did an extensive study regarding the safety of Thai massage and acupressure in pregnancy and published a book on that. Noam travels all over the world to teach, and that is how I met him. About two years ago, I attended one of his Thai pregnancy massage workshops, and there this part of my journey began. As I was sitting in class and we were discussing all things regarding pregnancy and massage, I deeply felt that this approach was what I really missed during my two pregnancies. All along, I did not understand why everything concerning pregnant women was so pinkish, so fragile, so lovely. It all seemed to come down to pregnant women being vulnerable. And of course, I did feel vulnerable, but I also felt very powerful. But no one ever addressed that feeling. Until Noam came to my life and everything he taught us in this workshop made complete sense to me. Welcome, Noam. Very nice that you want to join me in this conversation on bodywork and pregnancy. It's my pleasure. Good, good, good. So maybe we can start with um, a brief explanation on what Thai massage really is, for those who do not know yet. Thai massage um, is a method um, of body work that works um, on six layers of the body, not only the skin and muscles, as in normal massage, but also on the level of the lines and points, and uh, level of the of the joints, 
in the level of the blood, the blood circulation. We engage uh, blood pulse in different places in the body to, um, to balance uh, the, the blood uh, circulation. And we also work on the internal organs. So it's a very deep method. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and does it have any effect on, um, um, on the emotional level as well? Yes, of course. It's um, it's it's a meditation, you know. Um, it's a meditation. You can look at it. For the Thais, this this uh, sort of uh, healing, uh, they call it samatha, which means uh, in Sanskrit, uh, samatha is a Pali Sanskrit, but or samadhi in uh, Sanskrit that we know, samadhi concentration. Um, for them, this is a sort. This is this is the main uh, factor of healing uh, in in massage, in yoga, in meditation, in acupuncture. It's all samatha, samadhi. Mm-hmm. And um, you started at some point in your life with um, Thai massage, and and you worked for a while in it. And um, how did you get? into this field of Thai pregnancy massage? Actually, my first paying client was a pregnant woman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Funny. And, um, and, and many others other came. Uh, the ones that helped me a lot were my yoga teachers, actually. Three uh, uh, yoga teachers that became pregnant and they knew Thai massage because I treated them uh, before they became pregnant and they noticed that I skipped different postures and different stretches and they were wondering why and I said well you're pregnant I don't know if inversions are good for you and this stretch and they said no 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 you should do it and uh, they really uh, insisted that I do it and I do it full power and I do it uh, and <laughs> so, they so you, you, um, you did not do these inversions because you were taught to not do them with pregnant women? Not really. I was lucky enough to never be trained uh, in pregnancy massage. I didn't know that I should be trained in pregnancy massage. <laughs> Nobody taught me how to treat uh, old people or handicapped or, you know. So I, I, um, so I actually did, did everything that I felt was proper and I didn't know of any contraindication actually. Mm-hmm. I, I learned about all these contraindications much, much later. Yeah. So I was in this sense I was uh, lucky that I could follow uh, my um, my understanding and what other people taught me. I also went to yoga to pregnancy yoga classes to see how they work with these women. And for me whatever they could do with these women in yoga uh, Thai massage is so much more gentle than yoga, so why not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so in the end, you, you learned uh, the most from the pregnant women that, that came to you and that were working with you and telling you what they needed and what they, what they liked. Exactly, exactly. And speaking about, you spoke about uh, pregnant uh, women being fragile and, you know, we... We treat them like they're, you know, so gently, and we, and you know, um, I don't, you don't maybe remember it, maybe too young, um, mm-hmm. but uh, 
is German swimmer, the female swimmers that were controlling the Olympic pool many years ago, mm-hmm. the, their coaches made them become pregnant because, before important competitions because they would uh, make better results being pregnant. Really? And, yeah. <laughs> and I had a student from Ethiopia and he, to- he was involved in sport. He was training runners. And he told me that the Ethiopian champion that was the world champion won uh, the world championship when she was four months pregnant. <laughs> wow, so, astonishing. Mm-hmm. And, and the whole pregnancy went well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, uh, there are studies that show that women that are involved in extreme sport, women that run 10, 15 kilometers three times a week, uh-huh. or they ride a bicycle or swim or so on. They, their risk is much, much lower than people, than women that are not involved in extreme sports. It doesn't mean that uh, once you are pregnant, if you want to keep your pregnancy, you should now involve in extreme sports. No, but... Uh, <clears throat> but it's but, not a reason to stop when you yeah. are already doing extreme sports. Yeah. And of course. It, when it feels good. Yeah. Riding a bicycle perhaps is not safe in the case, in the case that you fall. So it's, it's a good idea to stop riding bikes. But uh, yeah. you should slow down a little bit, but only a little bit. <laughs> pregnancy, uh, common pregnancy is not so fragile and... Um, no, and, and the problem with that is that you don't really know in advance when you have like a common healthy pregnancy. Correct. Yeah. And um, why? Why is Thai massage so good for pregnant women? What is it, for instance, that made your yoga teachers come to you? Because um, what pregnant women tell me is that they, as, as the pregnancy advances, the belly is pressing uh, the, the pelvic organs and the, the chest organs, and um, they feel stuck. You know, it's it's uh, um, in Chinese medicine they speak about the the, the, the central uh, lines being you know uh, stuck. Uh, but it's it's a mechanical blockage that you know uh, the, the baby is pressing the the, the main blood um, vessels, the aorta and uh, and vena cava, and uh, presses the, the the organs and the the joints, uh, lower back, uh, pelvic joints, uh, stomach, even heart. So yeah, so you need to move to create a flow in the center. Of the body and um, anything that creates a flow in the center of the body, pregnant women love it. Just love it right away, and the effect is is great. Mm-hmm. So you need to. Um, it's like things get stuck in your body, and that's why you feel stuck. And you need to bring movement in it to get everything flowing and, and getting fluid again. Yeah, yeah, and also even in the beginning of the pregnancy, you can see, you know, after a few weeks of pregnancy, lower back pains, 
which cannot be explained uh, mechanically, right? No, it's and, not like um, there's a heavy weight already hanging to the front or anything. Right. No. There's nothing mechanical that can create that. Still, <laughs> they have lower back pains and um, many other problems in the first trimester when it's not mechanical. It has to do with uh, changes, uh, hormonal changes, and changes uh, uh, in in the in the you know much more blood that the, the kidneys and the bladder and the heart have to process, and mm -hmm. the lungs and uh, and uh, uh, hormonal uh, changes and and that put pregnant women off balance and uh, anything must, that can put them back to balance, like. Uh, time massage is so great in that, working on the nervous system and on the on the blood circulation. Yes, they they just love it and they need it. And uh, yeah, so it alleviates um, what they call a common pregnancy complaints. What, what exactly. we are exactly. basically told um, that that. Um, per defini definition, go with pregnancy. Like, oh, well, you know, I have this back pain, I feel tired, I have a headache, I have a, head, uh, a heartburn. Well, it's because of my pregnancy and it's, it, um, and it's quite normal to have these symptoms. Absolutely. And it is, but you can do something about them. Absolutely. Not, you have to stick with it. It's not... Okay, I have this back pain and it stays there for the rest of my pregnancy because there is nothing that can be done. Yeah, very actually, it's very easy to uh, alleviate uh, most lower back pains of pregnant women. Uh, some I don't know, maybe ten percent of the cases. These are more serious lower back pains, but most lower back pains, their partners, the husbands, five minutes massage on each side. Uh, I teach uh, uh, um, uh, partners how to treat their women. Really, five, ten minutes massage can alleviate, you know, um, lower back pains. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's very easy techniques. Exactly. So I, I know that you also teach, uh, right, partners yeah. how to treat their, their women, which is, which is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and, always uh, think yeah. it's... Um, the quality of the touch is the most important. Like women complaining like, oh, my, my husband cannot massage me because he's always afraid to hurt me. And he will like kind of tickle me all the time. <laughs> and I don't like it. I like to be touched with more pressure. Um, and then the partners are afraid that, that more pressure will not be good for the, for the women or, yeah. Um, so I think that's that's the biggest part of, of my massage classes, <laughs> like getting yeah. them yeah. to feel what, what good pressure is. And, and, yeah. um, and I and massage is, them as yeah. well because they, they then know how it feels and what they can give on to their partner. Yeah, and the, the pregnant woman can also massage them a little bit so they can feel what uh, she needs and it's yeah. it's you're doing something great for them for their for, yeah the husbands they really want to be involved and they not always know how and you teach them how which is really great yeah because we were talking um before this interview and you were telling me something about 
um, um, a study on, on the effects of massage on, on stress levels. And um, um, what was it that half an hour massage a day, even if it's not a professional massage, will just get all the stress levels so far down. Was it something like uh, that? By uh, uh, this is how a pregnant woman will uh, understand these studies, half, half an hour massage daily. But in the study, it was twice a week, 20 minutes. Twice a week, 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what happened in my mind. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. So, of course, half, half, half an hour daily is better. But even, even 20 minutes, <laughs> times a week, by someone that is not professional, uh, uh, does so much. Yeah. The, the results of these studies were uh, surprising. Yeah. In the... In the um, pregnancy outcome, yeah? Of course, the stress level of uh, women and uh, how they feel psychologically, but also premature birth or low uh, birth weight or uh, postpartum depression or, um, um, uh, or different problems that happen during labor. Huh? Uh, so. Mm-hmm. Made it made a pregnancy in the labor less risky. Yeah, wow. So two times a week, 20 minutes massage by your partner will just prevent so much, so much trouble. That's nice. That's great. Everyone should do that. <laughs> Especially now. Like we're talking during the 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 COVID lockdown. So People are not able to go to a professional massage therapist now. Um, but you can do a lot yourself. I think that's very important to, uh, to know. Um, so what, what do you think? Um, what, because you were telling if the, if the partner uh, does this massage, it will... Um, um, it will make a lot of births easier. So when you go to a massage practitioner during your pregnancy, uh, what, what exactly, do you know, what exactly makes it, makes the massage make the birth easier? Why, why is that? Um, well, uh, <clears throat> first of all, there's the stress level in the, um, Think that this is important and yeah movement in 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 massage we we introduce movement you know uh, uh, nervous system and the circulation blood circulation that are very important but i i think that um it's it's not what i think it's not what i uh, uh, women are telling me and what studies show is that um since labor is labor, you know, with animals, it's usually very easy. Not so many labor complications, you know, uh, if you grew up with animals. Um, and with women, there are so many complications, especially in uh, Western societies. Um, and it has to do with stress. Uh, uh, labor, labor, well, with humans, it's also the big head of the babies. But um, because of the big brain, it's true. 
but um, uh, labor is something natural and stress uh, put a stop to this natural uh, process, disturbs this natural pro process. And so, so doulas know that they have to try to do everything to make the woman feels nat natural. So they play with movement and dance and, uh, and relaxation. Yeah, so massage makes you feel natural, helps you to connect to the body. Mm. Yeah, and that's it, what, what it does already during the pregnancy. So if you maintain that level, that relaxed level, it, it makes birth easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe there's something special in the Thai massage uh, uh, um, uh, movement, the stretches and movement. Um, uh, a, a former student of mine that uh, was working is working in the states in a spa that treats only pregnant women. Uh, when I wrote the book, I I, I kept on sending her uh, different chapters and asked her to to try. You know, and I convinced her to try uh, all the stretches and, and to try also supine position. And uh, she told me that she gets she, the women are very happy. And then she told me that the the the, the midwives uh, are starting to send her many women because they are so happy with the results because there are less complications um, with the women that were uh, uh, treated by her. So she's, she told me, you know, soon I'm going to open my private practice because I have so many women now sent to me by, by midwives. <laughs> so, and she believes that it has to do with all the stretches of Thai massage. Um, yeah, so because in Thai massage, you do kind of this, the same kind of stretches that you do in yoga as well. So that's why they call it Thai yoga massage a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I would put it in another way. All the stretches that a pregnant woman woman needs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, you were telling me before that you take the Thai massage into the labor room as well. Can you yes. tell a bit more about that? Because that's not a very common practice, I think. Right. Um, I don't actually. I I was with my wife in her labor two times, and uh, uh, recently with a student of mine, and it was so you know great and uh, special, um, really very very special. Uh, experience attending labor and um, in the two labors of my wife these were just two long massages she was massaged the entire labor I have to say that these were short labors one was two hours the other one a little bit more over one hour <laughs> uh, but that's yes, not very long massage really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the entire labor was a massage. Whenever, whatever uh, position she would assume, I would massage her, work the leg lines, work the back lines, work the arms. I would, I had, she didn't speak. So I had to guess what she wants, you know? And uh, 
I probably guessed it right because she was happy with it and and um, yeah. Nice. And and when you attended the, the labor of a student, um, that's completely different than, than supporting your wife during labor. Um, so what what kind of what what do you do then? Is it mainly the acupressure points that you work on, or do you do stretches as well or uh, in, in the labor of my wife, it was lines, not stretches. No. Not stretches, but lines, between contractions, lines, and during contractions, points. During the contraction, they need a steady, steady uh, pressure. They don't yeah. want you to massage. Uh, uh, they should be concentrated in the contraction and be there so you press best is just to press the sacrum you can use the palm of your hand to press the sacrum that is good enough if you know the points on the sacrum press the points if you know points on the on the trapezius the top of the trapezius this is great uh, there are also points that induce contractions uh, and there are points sometimes these are the same points that reduce the pain during the contraction. Okay, so during the contraction, we want to reduce the pain. And between contractions, if the contractions are not strong enough, we want to make them stronger. Sometimes they are too strong, huh? so we have to slow down. And uh, there are points of that would relax the woman. And uh, no, I didn't uh, try any stretches. When I uh, uh, attended the labor of this student of mine, my consideration, consideration was that I didn't want to come between her and her husband. I wanted, uh, so I taught her husband how to press the points. I wanted him to do most of the work. I started on my own. I saw that it works and then I asked him to, you know, and after two hours, he was really good and he was so happy that he could do it. Um, yeah, so if there, it's much better if the husband is involved, if he wants or if his woman wants, right? So if there's a yeah, and if you teach that, them in advance, then you don't even have to be there. Exactly, teaching yeah. in advance is even even better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's you quite know, easy. My... You don't have to know every point into uh, detail, but the the basics are, are already alleviating so much. Very few techniques, two, yeah. three, four techniques maximum will do the, the trick. Uh, I, I was massaging my wife, like other women, pregnant women, but I was, uh, before labor, I asked our neighbor, our neighbor was a shiatsu uh, in Chinese medicine practitioner, and he was a doula, he was a male first doula in Israel, and uh, I asked him to coach me before labor. I told him I want to do something, you know, and so he showed me what to do there during the labor. He helped me a lot, and uh, I, I followed his, you know. We had two two lessons bef before, <laughs> before the labor, and that was great. Yeah. So it was after the birth of your children that you started to... 
to get into the Thai pregnancy massage? No, I was always uh, uh, treating pregnant women. Okay. Uh, but what happened is that after our first child was born, my wife, uh, she, she also studied Thai massage and shiatsu and, uh, and uh, herbal medicine. And she felt that she, she, she can give something to pregnant women. Uh, her labor was easy and she felt that um, perhaps it's something that she can give other women. And she studied to become a doula. And at the end of the, her course, she had to, uh, to write a thesis about uh, something. And she together with a neighbor that attended the course a few years earlier, he didn't do his thesis. So thesis, you say? Yeah, so they, uh, they came up with the idea to write about time massaging pregnancy. And they asked me to help them. And I, I understood that I'm going to do most of the job anyway. So I said, okay, under one, one condition that we write it as a, as a guide to my student. And so we wrote a very thin book, you know, mm -hmm. together. And uh, later, that was 2003, I think. And uh, later, when I started to travel and teach Thai acupressure, uh, people kept on asking me about pregnancy massage, and I realized that people are have very wrong information. You know, they're so afraid of all these official contraindications. And most of them don't touch pregnant women. The ones who touch pregnant women, their treatment is very limited. So I say, okay, I will take this booklet that we made um, in 2003 and add some photos and drawings and translate it to English. And then I can teach it abroad. But that uh, writing this book took three years and it became 460 pages book. And there's a, a lot of study was done on it because people kept on attacking me about what they saw from the book, you know? So it, it became clear that I really have to give them a fight and explain why supine position is okay and when it's not okay, and when twists are okay and when they are not, etc. Yeah, because we're told um, so many times that certain things you cannot do during pregnancy because it might be risky. Um, and I think that adds on to the whole culture that we have now around pregnancy and birth. Like we, we try to avoid all the risks possible, uh, which is of course not possible. <laughs> um, and that makes us feel so vulnerable and not strong enough to, to cope with the new life that we are growing. So I'm very grateful that you've done all this study and put it all together and, and made it very clear that some assumptions that people make are just not right or not always right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have, I have to say that I always, when I work with pregnant women, I use either gentle or medium pressure, for example. I was, yeah. I was always on the uh, on the cautious side and you know um, um, and I don't think that there's any book with so many contraindications called so many warnings like my book I mean it's very safe it's 
it's it's really on the I'm going always on the very 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 safe side. I assume the assumption is that every uh, woman pregnant woman that we treat, she's carrying a, a risky pregnancy. So we have to treat her as though her pregnancy is risky, which is not the case in most cases. But uh, uh, this is my instructions, and still, even with these women, we can do so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you treat them like a risky pregnancy just because you cannot see from the inside what's what's happening. Exactly, because yeah. sometimes we just don't know. Sometimes you just yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So for example, if 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 the 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 the, the fetus is is not developing right, so supine position for a very long time can be uh, stressful for the fetus. So I say, until week uh, 30, limit supine position to half an hour. And from week 30, limit it to 20 minutes. For what most women, they don't need this limitation. But mm-hmm. in the case that nobody knows and the, the, the health of the fetus is compromised, yeah. So in this case, uh, Let's limit the supine position. That's an example. Yeah, yeah. Or pressing the the the, the labor-inducing points. They don't work. They don't work before the the process of uh, labor has begun. But mm-hmm. just to be on the safe side, I teach my students where are these points, and I tell them don't focus on these points. There are points on the sacrum. You should work the sacrum of every pregnant woman, but. Two, three minutes is enough. Don't work half an hour on the sacrum, even if she asks you to. Some yeah. pregnant women will ask you to be very strong in the sacrum. Don't be extra strong. Medium pressure is enough. Two, three minutes, enough. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, you said already the points of the sacrum, and it's um, a very common, what I hear from my clients, that, oh, there are some points around the ankle that should not be touched or... Um, on the shoulders um, so just for for the listeners that that um, listen to this conversation these are the points that you're talking about the sacrum the ankles the shoulders the sacrum, top of the trapezius mm-hmm. you have to work the top of the trapezius with every pregnant woman but again don't focus on the points for half an hour or to, even for 10 you know minutes work uh, the top of the trapezius uh, out and in a few times and use medium pressure and that's all. And this is good. You should do it, no problem. Uh, there's a point uh, in the inner leg, three, four fingers above the ankle, just medial to the, to the bone, to the tibia. So you can press it, but don't focus for half an hour on this point. Yeah, it's yeah. split six. Well, there's one point behind the lateral malleolus, the, the outer ankle, just behind it. Don't press it for 10 minutes, very, you know, but you can work it. Huh? Yeah. So to close off our talk, um, yeah. is there something simple to, to teach them, uh, the partners or maybe even the pregnant women themselves? Is there something that they can physically do to themselves that you can teach them in, in this audio? 
Well, of course, uh, pregnant women should move. They should move on their own, you know, at home. Um, uh, you should go to swim if they like it. They should do yoga, uh, meditate. Uh, it come, if it comes to massage, if a pregnant woman lies on her side, using pillows to make it comfortable to her and her partner or friend, just walk with the palm of your hand, walk on her legs, walk on her back, up and down. That's like all. walking with your hands, like palm, with the palms of your hands and then... Exactly, the palm of your hand from foot to shoulder, along the body, up and down, up and down, three times up and down on one side and three times up and down on the other side. Altogether, it takes maybe six minutes. Do it once a day or once every second day. That will uh, improve, you know, uh, uh, the condition that will, uh, you know, solve most of the pregnancy complaints. Six minutes of uh, daily or massage or yeah. Mm -hmm. Along the side of the body when she's lying yeah. on, on the other side. Yeah. yeah. This is on its own, alone, can do so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. That sounds lovely. <laughs> I'm going to ask my daughters to do that with me, even though I'm not pregnant. <laughs> they will love it. Yeah, actually, it's great for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's easy to teach a six year old. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay, thank you for your, uh, your for this conversation. I, I um, hope we got women and their partners really enthusiastic about this and try things for themselves and, and maybe even find a practitioner that suits them and that they feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, in the description of this podcast, I will um, put the, um, the name of your book for maybe there are body workers right now listening and they, uh, I, I tell them there where to find the book and um, I'll put a link to your website there. Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's a, actually a nice video on YouTube if you write pregnancy massage or non Tiole pregnancy massage, you can... It's a nice video to watch. I speak about the, the, the labor-inducing points, the prohibiting points, and about stretches in time in pregnancy massage and supine positions. So I speak about a few important uh, topics. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I put a link in it because it's nice that, um, that people can see what it it actually is like it's always a bit hard in, exactly. in audio to explain what time size is, but in this video they can uh, can have a look. Exactly, and they can download uh, two chapters from the book. Yeah, so mm -hmm. okay. Well, thank you, thank you so much. My pleasure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, please share this episode with your friends. And I would really like to know what you think of it. So let me know on Instagram or Facebook. The details you find in the show notes.